want to take you back to the summer after I graduated high school. I was all signed up and ready to go to Jaquila, Mexico with a group of students from my school. We were headed there for humanitarian work, some missions work, but I will tell you what, amongst all the components that radically changed my life and worldview through this trip, the thing that stood out to me the most was the flavors. Now let me explain. My group had a meeting every morning and every night to either plan for the day or to debrief. Now, we were in this super, super teeny village that was so remote that even at the time was not even on the map. But this little girl came up behind me and she would always tap my right shoulder and I would turn around and she would give me something that I imagine someone in her family made for either breakfast or dinner. My absolute favorite thing she gave me was a tamale. It was the first time I had ever had one. It's cornmeal stuffed with um, a flavored meat with often vegetables and salsa and it is cooked in the corn husk. And let me tell you, if you have not had one, it is the ultimate. It should be the picture for comfort food. So flavor packed. Now, as I considered, or as I continued to walk these streets, both with Alita and just with my team, we were always handed food to try fresh tortillas that were cooked to serve the meat that was flavored fresh, the salsa that was simmering all day and roasted to perfection. Now, I remember when we came back to the States afterwards and I had my taste buds radically changed for the best, I could not find food that represented what I had during this experience. Now, flash forward to a few months ago, um, I am a huge fan of The Kind Brand and Daniel Lebetsky, and I follow him and his platform, and through that, I learned a lot about his new company called Somos and the team that he founded it with. Amongst those, a key player of the whole project, Miguel Leal. Now, I reached out to them. They were super generous and sent me a whole box so I could try all of the goodness, and I just have to tell you something. Okay, so I got this box and there was rice and beans and picadillo and all the fabulousness that you would want for if you know Mexican cuisine. And I look, I tasted the salsa with a spoon because what other way do you eat salsa? (laughs) And I looked at Colby and I said, this tastes like it was slow simmered from the experience that I had in tequila. So I just continued to dive into everything and it is the most authentic um, Mexican food that I've had since being back. And it is packaged, okay? So the best of all of these worlds coming together. And so I had to hear more about their story. I had to hear about what inspired them, um, what the process is to cook the food and get it to you. Um, And I just knew that we were going to share a lot of um, experience and love for the country and the culture. And in a lot of ways, it's been 12 years since I've been back, but it brought me back there and refreshed a lot of these memories in a super, super sweet way. So today I'm going to introduce you to my new friend, Miguel Leal who is um, the co-founder of Somos. And if you are not familiar with this brand or with Miguel, let me tell you a little bit more about them. So Mexican-American food industry veteran Miguel Leal co-founded Somos alongside former Kind Snacks executives and real-life Mexican amigos Daniel Lebetsky and Rodrigo Zuloga. He previously spent two years as a chief marketing officer at Cholula, following his three years as the CMO at Kind. Prior to this, Miguel was at Dannon and Diamond Foods, where he grew the Kettle brand. 
His food career began at PepsiCo's Frito-Lay, managing the Lay's potato chip category. Miguel moved to the United States from Mexico to pursue his MBA from the Wharton School at UPenn. Born and raised in Monterey, Mexico, his favorite meal is home-cooked picadillo with rice and beans. Now, the Somos brand itself, just to give you a little bit more context, is a plant-based, authentic Mexican food brand. Talk about the best of all worlds in one place. So anytime you hear us talking about picadillo or anything like that, it is all meat-free, plant-based, as clean as clean can get, without compromising or skimping on any flavors. Welcome to Making Room, a podcast by Gather Intentional Living and Everyday Hospitality. Listen, we understand that the way that our culture often portrays hospitality is unattainable, and sometimes even just the thought of opening your door is crippling. Join us in the pursuit to bringing beauty, meaning, and celebration back to the everyday gathering. Go ahead, take your seat. We saved one just for you. Getting conversation started at an event is always the most difficult part, but I have an answer for you. Convokins, the world's first conversation starter napkin, a pack of 50 napkins that helps you easily create fun and meaningful conversation with family and friends. No repeat questions, and they are beautiful. You will serve them with confidence and excitement of what's to come on the other side. Cote Brands, the maker of Convokins, is on a mission to empower the everyday host through innovative icebreaker party games and conversation-provoking party decorations. With everything from Convokins to thank you cards, games for bridal showers and baby showers, you do not want to miss everything they offer to make your next gathering meaningful, beautiful, and a breeze. Get your own products on their website, cotiebrand.com, C-O-T-I-E-R-B-R-A-N-D.com for 15% off with code GATHER15. Um, okay, Miguel. So you grew up in Mexico and how do you pronounce the name of the city? Tell me how to say it. Monterrey. Okay. I thought so. I was close in my mind. <laughs> you really need to roll the R's on that. Uh-huh. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me more. I want to hear about the role that food played in your childhood there. Yeah. So I grew up in a big family. I'm the oldest of 32 cousins in both sides of my, of my family. And we were very close. You know, we would get together every week, sometimes several times a week. And really everything centered around family and around food. Uh, Monterrey is in the northeast of Mexico, and it literally means king of the mountains. So we spend a lot of time outside, you know, fishing, camping, uh, riding horses are all activities that you do in that part of the country. And uh, when we would get together with uh, with our families, one of my earliest memories, and I think it would be a great example to answer your question, Katie, mm-hmm. is we'd make fresh tortillas. And I think that is something that was a little bit of a ritual. So mm-hmm. with fresh tortillas, you would go early in the morning and you would go to buy the corn. And it is a place that will nixtamalize the corn. And it is a, you know, old Aztec uh, cooking method in which you soak the corn overnight. And that really brings out the flavor 
and the nutrients of the corn. And then we would bring it home and we would roll it up with water, press it, and, and make tortillas as we were eating. So it would be the freshest, most delicious tortillas. And, um, and you know, our tortilla chips and our tostadas follow the same, you know, recipe and process. So we are trying to bring a little bit of that early childhood tradition into Somos as well. Wow. Wow. I went to Chiquila, Mexico. Yes. It's a very small village. Oh, I know it well. So, Do you really? I spent yeah. a few weeks there. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you why. So before we started Somos, uh-huh. I uh, was the head of marketing at Cholula Hot Sauce. And Cholula is made probably about 30 or 40 miles from Tequila Jalisco and has been made there for 25 years. So it was very common to us to bring uh, partners, to bring, uh, you know, influencers, to bring part of our community and stay in that little hotel that is next to the main village. Actually, across the street from the village, there is one restaurant and it's called Fonda Cholula and it's named after the hot sauce. I know exact. I stayed at that hotel when I was there. I have pictures of it. I'll post it with this episode. Um, unbelievable. We helped paint it because it was after one of the storms. So it's um, unbelievable. Was it really vibrant in color? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, crazy. And that is that is the part of Mexico. You know, you and I were talking before we started recording yeah. about design, and you know, I'm very passionate about the intersection of food and design. Yeah. And uh, I think Mexican food is very colorful. Yeah. So when we were thinking about this brand, you know, we wanted to bring that vibrancy in architecture that you're talking about mm-hmm. into our packaging as well. Yeah. But I, I just remember I've never had a tortilla like I did there. They were making them that morning and oh my word. <laughs> so good. So I can like almost taste it as you're as you're describing it. I love it. Um, okay. So at some point though, you decided to leave this beautiful home of yours and come to the U S um, to pursue, it was business, right? Yes. I moved here to, for business school in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. And, um, when you first made this move, what was the dream? Like, what did you hope would come of it? You know, when, um, when I was younger, so something about Monterrey, the town that I'm from, is that is just a hundred miles from the border with Texas. Uh, And actually my family came to Monterrey from Nuevo Laredo, which is at the border. So as a kid, I I would go to Nuevo Laredo a lot to to visit, you know, my great grandma and my second cousins and, and everybody there. And living in the border is very interesting because it it has its own culture. You know, we would cross the border and go to the grocery stores in the U.S. side of the border. And I remember just being so impressed with retail and especially food retail as a kid. You know, when, when you're like eight years old and you go to this, you know, incredible HEV in the, you know, Laredo side of Texas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the amount you know, we had like three or four cereals in Mexico and here wow. you would have a hundred and even items that didn't exist in Mexico, you know, as a kid, 
fish sticks, peanut butter, no, none of that was available. So I, I always felt growing up that food and marketing, there was no place like the United States. I was very lucky. I love to travel. I had an opportunity to travel a lot in high school and in college. And I never saw anything like, like what we do in, in this country. So now, you know, I guess the dream was the intersection of all of that. I, th- I think, you know, to be able to work in food in the U.S. is to play in the major leagues. But mm-hmm. now with Somos, I not only get, get to do that, but I yeah. also get to represent Mexico and try to break some of the stereotypes in culture and in food. So, yeah, so, so that was the dream. And, and in a lot of ways, I feel like I am living the dream right now. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. Seeing all that come together. Um, I forgot to note if any of my family is listening, they're probably laughing or friends because I could drink Cholula hot sauce. I just, <laughs> I should almost just like have it on my keychain. That's how much I use it. So it's yeah. amazing to hear you talk about it. Um, having been so close to the source because, um, I, I can't go without it. <laughs> uh, and, and it's another great example of a brand that is beautifully made and beautifully designed. You know, after working there, I can tell you there is a lot of care and quality that goes into that brand. And you can probably see it when you see the structure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. It's very well said. Um, so in the U.S., um, I know that you've you observed differences in the food and the food culture. So as much as you were kind of like impressed, I think this was something that I read from you that maybe um, maybe the way that food from back home was presented or things like that. Um, what were some of your food observations here of maybe, okay, so not the, not the retail side, but like the, the table side of things. What were your impressions? Yeah, so... In restaurants, I may be, you know, probably my favorite impressions was around Mexican food. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something interesting, like I mentioned, I live just outside of New York City, which Mm -hmm. is incredible. Uh, When I, when Daniel and I and Rodrigo were all at time together, Mm -hmm. we, you know, I would go into the city every day for work and we would stay and have dinner in different places. And my observations of Mexican food, I don't know if you would agree, in the last 10 years, is that it has evolved so much. So what do I mean by that? Places like Chichis have become Chipotle, Taco Bell has become Taqueria Numero Uno, and there are like five or six Michelin star Mexican restaurants now. Like, like the Mexican food especially when I when I go out has become so much more like fresh, like that experience that you had in Tequila Jalisco, a lot more closer to that. And, and I think it's amazing because the U.S. is a land of immigrants, of so right. many different cultures coming together. And specifically to my culture, I feel restaurants have done an incredible job trying to be a piece of that experience into yeah. the table. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I would totally agree with you. I have a question for you. It's a little bit random. Someone said that the burrito is actually like an American fusion food. Would you agree? Or what? You know, what's the truth? One of my partners in this business is mm-hmm. uh, the chef 
Patty Hinnich. Mm-hmm. And she has done an incredible job. I think there are a lot of really good Mexican chefs that have gotten notoriety in, in, in media. Mm-hmm. But I think specifically her in her new show, Frontera, she does yeah. a fantastic job going regionally with mm-hmm. the cuisines in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And in the latest season, she explores the food from the northwest of Mexico. So okay. states like Sonora. And in Sonora, and probably all the way down to Jalisco, burritos, or what they call them, burritas, are very, very popular. They make these huge flour tortillas called sobaqueras, because you have to fold them a little bit like if you were folding bedding. That's how big they are. And they make the most delicious burritos and have been doing it for a while. The wow. piece that has become more like Tex-Mex is chimichanga. So it's a fried burrito. That you will never find in Mexico, mm-hmm. but in, in the northwest of Mexico, you would find burritos. Oh, gosh. Now we're all like wanting those burritos <laughs> instead of the ones that we have right now. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, okay. So uh, through you had an incredible career. We've heard a little bit about it. Um, I've researched and just learned a little bit more, but you've worked with really some of the leading food companies in the retail space. So seeing that dream, dream really come true. Um, you've worked with some friends um, to start a brand of authentic Mexican food called Somos. Why were you so passionate about um, starting starting this brand? And tell us, I guess, with that, what sets it apart? Yeah, so maybe I will start with the second question. So what, what makes Somos different? So, you know, in Somos, we are food from the heart of Mexico. And our points of difference are authenticity, convenience, and better for you. So in authentic, you know, we use traditional Mexican cooking methods. So I gave you the example of the nixtamalized corn, you know, something that you tried. Mm-hmm. In yeah. uh, uh, tequila, there are probably three or four restaurants mm-hmm. that do it well in New York City, but mm-hmm. we really want to bring that into the masses with our products. Mm-hmm. The second point is convenience. We do the cooking for you. So our products come in ready to hit pouches where you can cook on the stovetop for five minutes or you can put in the microwave for 90 seconds. There is very minimal cleanup. And what we want to do is this concept, I think you're going to love it, Katie, called sobremesa in Mexico. That is the time that you spend talking with people when you are done with the food. And in order to do that, we minimize the amount of time you spend cooking and cleaning with our products. And the last one is better for you. You know, we want to go against the stereotype that Mexican food is greasy, is heavy, you know, it's not good for you. All of our products are plant-based, they are gluten-free, they are non-GMO, and, and they have great nutritional and clean ingredient labels. So that is, you know, what we thought was missing in the market yeah. that we wanted to bring there. And to answer your, your first question, we have been discussing the idea for Somos in a while, and it's actually related to my last comment. We, you know, my, my two co-founders, you know, Rodrigo and Daniel mm-hmm. and I, we saw all this change in Mexican food in restaurants, but we kept waiting for that change to happen on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes the best ideas 
come from your points of frustration, you know, like yeah. we see in the market that is, you know, there is great Tex-Mex food for mainstream consumers. And then mm-hmm. there is great Mexican food for immigrants. But as Mexican food has grown in popularity, you know, it's now the number one ethnic food in the country. We felt like there was this big gap on something healthy, convenient, and authentic in in the Mexican section of the store. And that's why we created Somos. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. It meets, I am like your target customer and for all of the the reasons, busy night, gluten-free, trying to go plant-based with a meat-eating husband, (laughs) (laughs) plant-based. So I was all for it, all for it. Um, I'm going to talk more about my favorites in a minute though, but I, um, so like I said, I'm such a fan. I've done some of my own just like recipe creation with your products. Um, but I want to know what are some of your favorite ways to use them? So do me a favor, list the pro like the product as someone would search for it if they want to buy it, like mm-hmm. the product name and then how you use it. Yeah. So I would search for our smoky chipotle mushrooms and the way that I prepare them, I we've been uh, at home also trying to eat more plant-based. Mm-hmm. So we've been following this vegan before six diet in the you know last few months. And for dinner, which is where I allow myself to eat the animal protein, mm-hmm. I grilled a coconut of chicken breasts. Then I take our smoky chipotle mushrooms, put them in the microwave for 90 seconds and just top the chicken breast with the mushrooms in chipotle sauce. And it is delicious. I personally like to do it on tostadas. I think tostadas are a lot of fun to make because you're basically building a big nacho. That is the way that I like to think it. And you can make it your own with salsa. The other pro tip that I want to give you, Katie, I I learned this from, uh, from Patty, our partner, is that mixing different salsas. So for example... The smoky chipotle mushroom comes in a red sauce. It's tomato-based. So I like to add our jalapeno salsa on top of it, Uh it, which has tomatillo, which is a green salsa. And the mix of the two salsas makes something just magical. You get, you know, the hardiness of the chicken with the kind of like, you know, texture of the mushroom with the crunchiness of a tostada and then all the different flavors, the, you know, roasted tomatillo with the sweetness of the tomato. It is delicious. Mm -hmm. When I first got the salsa, so I got a pack of four, I think, right. Um, I just, I opened all the jars. I got a spoon out and just tasted them. And then I I went back and tasted them again and then tasted them again. (laughs) And I told my husband, I was like, this, this is salsa. Like everything else we've had is some kind of like fusion, you know, whatever, not to bash other companies, but you guys have done such an amazing job with just that authenticity. There's, I've never had a flavor like that in salsa. Well, let me tell you where it comes from because, because of your travels in Mexico and everything that you do for hospitality and design, we use a process, like I describe you the tortilla. For the salsa, we use a process called tatemado, okay? In the tatemado process, what you do is you roast, fire roast the vegetables with the peppers and the spices, everything together. 
And what it, and it does a few things for you. You know, the, the first thing is you get that like sharp visual and that like sweetness of the roasted yeah. tomatillo in the same place. But the other piece that we don't talk a lot about is the texture. A lot of what you are reacting when you are trying those salsas yeah. is, you know, the texture of the salsa. Our yeah. salsa, if you dump it on a plate, and again, not dissing the competition or anything, it doesn't separate. It doesn't have water on one side and vegetables in the other. It's all pulled from the tatemado process together. Mm-hmm. When you have that water come out, it makes your rice soggy. It makes your tortilla soggy. Here you get to taste all those flavors at the top of the food in one bite. So with, that is, you know, I grew up with that with that process. And a lot of my friends tell me this doesn't taste like jar salsa. And that is really, you know, what you are what you are tasting with that. It really tastes like slow simmered you know, like grandma's house kind of, I mean, really, really so good. I don't know. It's probably not meant to be eaten this way, but I almost end up eating it like a spacho. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it has very clean ingredients. So you, a- <laughs> even if you do it, you shouldn't feel bad about it. <laughs> mostly vegetables and spices. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, okay. So we share, um, just a passion for gathering and the table and food and all of these values that we have here at gather. Um, what is something that all of us in our own hospitality can learn from Mexican table culture? Yeah. It's the concept of sober mesa that I introduce briefly. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, food in Mexico is very important because we show love with food. Mm-hmm. But it also gives us a great excuse to be around our loved ones. Like I think of the most important decisions that, you know, I made or the best learnings that I've got or yeah. a lot of the memories of me with my grandfather, with my dad, with my cousins. And they were all sharing a meal together. Mm-hmm. And we in our culture spend a lot of time you know, really uplifting the sobremesa value and put a lot of importance on that. A meal is not just a meal, but it's the time that you get to spend with the people that you love. That was a value that was very important to me growing up. You know, my wife is from Michigan. I am in a part of a multicultural family. Okay. And and that is a value that I like to bring up and, and, and promote ever, you know, since since I moved to this country and, and became a citizen, became part of this country. And that is something that I want to do with Somos as well. That's why we make it the way we make it. That's why we create so many recipe hacks. That's why most of our recipes are mixed and matched, because you shouldn't have to sacrifice time to have a fantastic meal. Actually, the meal should enhance the time you are with your loved ones. Wow. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful heartbeat behind all of that. How long is a typical meal in Mexico? So so (laughs) it it depends on the meal. So something that we do different is in Mexico, the big meal of the day is actually lunch is not dinner. Mm -hmm. And we have lunch much later in the day. As a kid, you know, I grew up eating lunch at 2 p.m., and maybe in the weekdays, it would be an hour. 
And on the weekends, it could be two to three hours sitting wow. at the table with all your cousins. And, you know, again, the most beautiful memories are yeah. that time. Those are my favorite types of meals, the long <laughs> ones. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I live for that. I remember the first time I went to Europe, um, I was in high school and the meals were so long. And as an American at first, I was like, oh my gosh, let's get this over with, you know, cause we're so rushed here. But once you see the value of it, I think once you experience the beauty of that conversation and that connection, uh, you never want to go back. Yeah. But that, but that is life. You know, I, yeah. you know, I do think that sometimes we want to separate, you know, work and play, you know, yeah social and meal. And I think more and more we are bringing, you know, we're wholesales to work and, you know, yeah. sometimes, you know, you do personal stuff in the office and sometimes you do work on the weekends, you know, those lines have blurred. And I think the same way, you know, food and the social aspect of food is, is getting blurred a lot in this country. Yeah. And I, and I think in, in some, in a very beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I like that. I'm going to have to think on that one too. <laughs> um, as you look ahead to the future of Somos, um, what's in store? What do you want to see come from the brand? Yeah, so so a few things there. I mean, the, the first thing is we are very early in our process. And I think, you know, if I had one wish for us as the Somos family is to continue our obsession with food. You know, when I look at our mission, which is to share the best of Mexico with the world, we take that very seriously. And we are always finding rooms for improvement on our products and always, you know, trying to bring the best recipes together. And, and the last thing is that we need to do it all the time. We need to do it every time we cook the product. We have to do it every flavor. We have to do it every every skew. Like we were talking at the beginning of our recording, uh, the number one thing that matters in what we do is taste. So I think uh, we need to perfect it, and we need to continue to represent, you know, Mexican culture in the best light. We talk about health. A lot of people think Mexican food is not healthy, you know, and and we are fighting that. We're fighting that with great ingredients, great nutritionals, plant-based. And, and, and I also think not only we're fighting it with the food, but we're also fighting it with culture. You know, yeah. sometimes we have a very narrow view of what Mexico is, you know, and what, what the food can be. And we want to fight that stereotype as well. We One of my favorite saying is that once you fall in love with the food, you fall in love with the culture. Yes. And that is really what we want to do with Somos. We want to, Somos means we are. And if we are successful, mm -hmm. I want to bring those two neighbor cultures together one taco at a time. That's goodness gracious. I feel like we could just end the recording and <laughs> I'm that's so beautifully said. And what a beautiful heartbeat behind, um, just behind what you do. I, I don't know how to explain it, but when the package first came, you could almost sense that really, you could sense just like the, the heart and the depth and the richness behind the mission statement and the intentionality and all that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. That, that is a big compliment. Like, like, 
you know, you and I were were discussing. I think what we want to create is that when you see the brand, you realize how much love went into cooking the product, right? So we decided, I think you're going to find this interesting, Katie. We designed our brand architecture Mm -hmm. around a turn-of-the-century form of Mexican art called Alebrijes. If you've seen the movie Coco, yeah. I think they did a really good job with that form of art. So you have all these different handmade forms and colors that are coming together to make something even more beautiful. And that's what we wanted to create with our brand. We're trying to bring differences, difference in food, difference in cultures, difference in people to create something even more beautiful by having different pieces. But the other thing that is beautiful is everything is made by hand. So it is not a computer making these images and putting it together. It is an artist. You know, she is from Monterrey, Mexico. She, you know, paints all of this. And even you might not be able to put your finger on it, but you're able to see that it came from someone's hand. And the same way that we want you to to think that we are doing the cooking for you. Goodness. I love, I mean, I love the arts. I love it even more now knowing that it was hand-drawn and created that way. Um, I was thinking you guys sent me um, a package when we first started talking and it was kind of like the full shebang. (laughs) What is, I know that's not what it's called. So if someone goes to order it, what is that package called? It's our Que Rico Taco Kit. And it includes all of our products, including tortillas, tostadas, and salsas. And it's available on our website at eatsomos, E-A-T-S-O-M-O-S dot com. What I loved about it is it allowed us to have, it was just my husband and I eating it, but it lasted like a few meals for us. And every meal felt different because of the variety in there. And my favorite part is that it could be a quick meal, um, but that there's produce, you know, like I'm it, there's vegetables and it's very nutrient rich. There is a lot of vegetables and there are, you know, probably the number one uh, review that we get on our website or on Amazon is the ingredients, how clean they are. Like you would look at it and and see that everything is probably in your pantry. Yeah, so good. Well, we end each conversation with the same three questions for all of our guests, and I'd love to hear your answers to them as well. Um, What is something that you have eaten recently and loved? It could be Somos or not. (laughs) Anything, any food experience. Yeah, you know, uh, we just got, we are a remote team and we were able to get together for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Wow. And we tasted a lot of food. You know, we eat a lot of Mexican food and eat a lot of plant-based food. And I feel something with plant-based is that it needs a little bit of crunch. Yeah. So Rodrigo, my partner, he comes from a family of chefs. And he brought this recipe that has been passed from generations to his family called salsa matcha, M-A-C-H-A. Mm-hmm. And it's very close to uh, 
really crisp kind of texture. It has oil, but it has almonds and it has sesame seeds and some of it even has dried fruit and different on it. And when you put it on a taco or on a sandwich or on a torta, it all of a sudden not only gives you the spice and the flavor, but it also gives you the crunch. And I could not get enough from it. He brought six jars of salsa. We devoured them. I asked him if he could send me more here to the office. We're almost out of it. <laughs> and I think it's a product that we need to seriously launch because everybody that has tried it has gone crazy about it. Wow. I was joking earlier about drinking the hot sauce, but I'm a big condiment user and I almost like drink whatever condiments I use, you know, <laughs> and right. my husband, my husband's the opposite end of the spectrum. Everything's plain. Like he doesn't put anything on anything. So he's, I don't know. It's funny. We're polar opposites when it comes to that. (laughs) No, I, uh, I would love if I can convince Rodrigo's mom to make more of this salsa, I'm going to save a jar for you guys. And I would love to get the point of view from both of you on that. That would be a really good test. That would be a really, (laughs) really fair evaluation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how about something that you found to be beautiful lately? You know, this past year, I've been traveling a lot to Utah for business and also for family. And this weekend, I was there with my son. We did a father and son trip. We went there for the weekend. I uh, had some meetings that I had to do there, and I decided to take him with me. He is 13. And I feel like it is so interesting how you can look at those mountains and the Salt Lake so many times. And it was landing in the flight with him and him just looking at it for the first time. Katie, I felt like I was looking at it for the first time. Wow. You know, I live in the coast. I am surrounded by water, but I grew up in the mountains in Mexico. And to be able to see that look on his face, Mm -hmm. you know, it is it is incredible. Not not only I saw beauty that maybe I didn't see before, but I also, you know, it got me thinking of all the wonders around us and to be open, to be amazed by our surroundings. It's amazing when you have an outside perspective pointing out the beauty in your own life. Yeah. Right. Like like things that we take for granted or that we, you know, kind of blur into the distance. And those fresh eyes are so good to have around in every area of life. But that's a, that's a sweet reminder. It was so grounding for me to, to see it. I mean, I, it's been like three or four days and I can Mm. draw his face expression. Oh, wow. 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 That is beautiful. Last but not least, a gathering you attended that made you feel a strong sense of belonging. And if you could pinpoint it, what it was that made you feel that way? You know, the last couple of years, we, you know, have been doing a lot of work remote. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I didn't realize that I miss it so much is our annual food show that it's called Expo West. So yes. it's, a, yeah. it's a food show in Anaheim. I've been going there for over 10 years. You know, I've taken my wife, I've taken my kids. My kids have sample product, you know, in the floor. Mm-hmm. 
And I didn't have it the last couple of years. And this March being back there, I didn't realize how much I missed it. You know, uh-huh. doing a startup, you know, we, we had been in StarMob for a year, almost exactly by the time that that expo came around. I was really drained. You know, my batteries were empty. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much I needed my community. You know, this, this group of people that, that we do, that are food entrepreneurs, that are part of the natural food ecosystem. Yeah. It is so beautiful, so supportive. There is no jealousy. There is everybody trying to be the tide that lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. I've never, you know, given a call to a fellow founder that hasn't been returned. Everybody is happy when you do well and when you do well is willing to leave you a hand and to be there, to be sampling Somos, to have just incredible results from retailer partners opening their doors to ours and give us an opportunity for our products to be on their shelf. You know, that that trip back, I couldn't have been more, A, excited, but be grateful because yeah. I didn't choose to do this. You know, in a lot of ways, it was random how I ended up in this industry. Mm-hmm. And, and being part of this tribe has been so impactful to me personally and professional. I just, you know, very lucky that uh, that it came back at the right time for us. Wow. And for me. Yeah, absolutely. I've um can anyone go to Expo West and Expo East or do you have to be a real t- retailer? No, anyone can come to Expo West. Uh-huh. There is an Expo East as yeah. well in September in Philadelphia, but the big show is the first week in March in Anaheim. Okay. And uh, if you want to come and join us next year, we'll be happy to host you at the Somos booth. Oh, I love it. Are you kidding? So we started off as a catering company and I was trying to do um, like do retail with um, gluten-free baked goods and it ended up changing long story, but I was looking at Expo East. Um, I really wanted to be a retailer there and things changed for the better, but now I've been wanting to go to experience all the, all the wonder. Yeah. And you know, the vibe that you get from that community is like, you know, nothing that I've ever seen before. Yeah. Sounds like it. Well, I am looking forward to it. I will take you up on that invitation <laughs> with excitement. Um, so where could people find you? We said eatsomos.com and where else? Yeah. So we're available at Sprouts, at Kroger, at Meyer, at HEB, and um, Albertsons and Safeway. Wow. That's quite the lineup. And on directly on your website and Amazon, you said as well. Exactly. You can find us on eatsomos.com to buy our kits, or you can buy our uh, multi-packs on Amazon as well. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing just your story and your culture and uh, for making us all hungry for more. <laughs> yeah, Katie, thank you for hosting me and thank you for supporting Somos. Absolutely. Well, guys, you know the drill. We will see you next week.